welcome to the Paranormies Present the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and I'm joined by Reinhardt, Dogbot, and Grognak this evening. But I forgot to hit record on the live stream, so this part wasn't actually recorded. And we're going to jump ahead to the part where Johnny realizes he forgot to hit the button. That's what OBS is good for. And it's not recording on OBS either. It should always be recording on OBS. It's not recording on OBS, though. What? It just says, it, no, it, it stop streaming and start recording. And now it's recording. So we're wow. about, what, like 15 minutes in and we got nothing? Awesome. Well, this is just going to be a live stream this week. I'm not doing the podcast. <sighs> sorry to everybody. Oh, no, I'm not sorry to anybody. This is like, it's Christmas. This is a Christmas present to some people. They don't have to listen to us. <laughs> Oh, uh, what's happening, everyone? No, no, they, <laughs> we, got, right, we got that already. We did that part. We did that part. Uh, we, right, but we, we, we do it again because it's recording now. No, I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing uh, it. Again. Nah, they can get the part where they real where Johnny realized. Yeah. Nah, I'll release it tomorrow anyways, because I'm a nice guy. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, boogity, boogity, boogity. Oh, wait, that's Halloween. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Damn it, I'm mad now. <laughs> oh, well. Man. Did we miss Johnny? Any... God, what? I was going to say, do you know who, who's having a Merry Christmas right now? Um, Not Alex Jones. Yeah, not 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 Bill Hicks. Yeah, let me let me get my ugly face off the screen here, and let's put up let's put something else up. Holy crap! Let's put that very ugly face. Yeah, we'll put that ugly face up. We'll pull up the salon article. Yeah, let's do the salon article. Where is it? No, that's that's not it. There it is. Boom! Look at that. Look at that forty-seven-year-old face right there. That is uh, rough. Forty-seven. That is forty-seven. Dogbot, what are you talking about? That is that is three years less than fifty. That is Bro. not three years less than 50. No. That is seven years plus 50. <laughs> I mean, easily. Al- alcohol does age you pretty, pretty decently. Dude, okay. First uh, that, of all, okay. time out, time out, time out. If alcohol ages you like that, I should look like I'm a thousand, but I also don't drink anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you quit. Uh, yeah, but I'm not sure this guy has. No, Alex doesn't quit. Well, how else do you wash the taste of tranny spit out of your mouth? Ah, I was going to make something, but uh, you hit it first. Mm. Blair White's masculine. He's actually saliva. looking at Blair White. That's what yeah, the he's face. Been, he's been drinking Blair's White. Right. Ooh. Oh, that was. That, oh, wow. All right. So that face, he's got to be like. Clever. You know, I mean, eh. um, <laughs> gargling it. All right. All okay, right. We get it. Right, we, no. get it. We, we get it. We get it. The Alex Jones right there. The Bill Hicks. Face. That's the face he makes after he gargles. I know, I know, I would, that would too. But like the amount of crow's feet on his, he's got an entire murder of crows perched on either side of his face. Seriously, yeah. Well, when when they had that yay stream with him the mm-hmm. other day, mm-hmm. it was just just so much battle damage going on and, and so bloated. And I was just sitting there looking at this person. I'm like, how is anybody supposed to believe that this is? A guy in his mid forties. No, there's no way, dude. And, and there's and it's not like they're hiding it either. It's no. not like it's not like they're putting him through some kind of a uh, little bit of liposuction plus some kind of facial 
you know, like Botox or something. You he's, know, to I don't kind think of, he's to even get, getting an adrenochrome dip. Drip. Yeah, to kind of, to kind of get some kind of. I don't know, like trying to pull like they're not even trying to pull it off. No, they're really not. They're not doing anything with hair plugs. They're not looking. I mean, he's clearly balding. Um, he's clearly old. His his he, he he's oscillating between or, or vacillating between the comb over and just straight shaving his head. He's gone back and forth. I haven't and seen that. I haven't seen the combing in a couple of years. It's been this for a long time. This really short crop since since the um. It's a wispy comb over though. This is like, like a stolen valor cut. He'll 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 grow a little on he'll grow I a little on top and wisp it over. Like I said, I haven't seen anything previous or after the um when he went on Joe Rogan and smoked a bunch of weed. That was like the it, last time he had that like the longish hair, I think. It's incredibly undignified. Just take the razor to it, bro. No, I so, mean like like where it's at right now, like the like the two like the zero on the side that's Skin fade up to whatever it is right now. That's fine. If you're that old, that's fine. But if you don't want to bick it, and you don't want to go all the way down. I get it. Leave, but but like, don't try the comb over. The comb over is not helping anybody. Anyway, so enough enough of Alex Jones's hair and face. Let's get into the story. So Houston Judge Christopher Lopez ended up reportedly ended a stay preventing Sandy Hook families from collecting a one point five billion dollar judgment against conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. Um, so Jones filed for Chapter 11, which mm, would have enabled him to file bankruptcy and get away with not paying. But whatever, we've already said that he's not, you know, he's not going to, he's, he's not going to pay. This isn't going to happen. So. Yeah, if any of this were real, Alex, Alex Jones would definitely be drinking that entire handle of Jameson and getting high. Mm-mm. If anything, but, he no. would be, if anything... He would have been that um, the what is the the Croatian minister of defense, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh the Serbian, yeah. Oh Serbia. I'm sorry, Serbian minister of defense. Instead of how do you answer for your crimes? <laughs> <laughs> I've just taken poison. I will die in 15 minutes. Yes, thank. Go. I mean, it'd sure be interesting if uh, that barber Scuba showed up to try to get his cut. Mm. Was his name Scuba? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that was one of the stories from this uh, particular event that was um, interesting AF. But uh, hang on a second. Let's let's finish up with this uh, this this raw story story real quick that we posted. So, the judge set the order immediately to allow Sandy Hook post trial families cases to continue to proceed to entry of final judgment, and once judgments are entered, to allow appeals, if any to proceed and the Sandy Hook post-trial families to pursue, respond to, and participate in any such appeals without further order of the court. News 12's John Craven reported that the families of Sandy Hook victims agreed to postpone collection of the massive debt for now. Like I said, Alex Jones isn't paying anything. This whole thing is fake. Much like... No, this is fake and... Oh. oh no, 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 Reinhardt, go ahead. I was going to say, this is fake much and... It's what they're doing here is just hammering it home even further that things that are supposed to be in place for you to even even minorly protect yourself like chapter 11 bankruptcy. Right. It does wipe the slate clean, but it also wipes you out from doing anything for quite a while unless you have a nest egg Mm -hmm. in terms of the credit world. Right. And for a normal human being, this would be a way out. But this is not a normal human being. 
No, he's an actor on the big stage and on the screen. I mean, on the biggest of the big stages. He's he's up there. He's interviewing Ye do it with, do it with his Balenciaga mask on there. It's when it, Ye's talking about, I really like a lot of things about Hitler. Right? He's he's the yeah, guy but- he, he's the guy there doing that now. He went from he went from um oh, I keep seeing it C SPAN, but uh, cable access television, right? Like public access cable TV in the basement studio of a tiny little cable access cable channel in Austin, right? Supposedly to the biggest conspiracy theorist on earth. Like and and also now the victim of a one point five billion dollar settlement so in, in a in a uh, plot twist he his attorneys jones's attorneys have asked to keep his full salary so he can keep doing the Infowars show uh so he can pay off the families you know so he's, he's where did you see that he's it's it's later on in the craven guy's tweets you know so like jo- the jones's attorney vicky driver uh she she says Jones has lots of business strategies to keep his company to get his company back to profitability. Really? So, so in order for him to hypothetically pay off these hypothetical families of mm-hmm. hypothetical victims. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, wait, first they're asking the judge to allow him a pay raise. Right. He wants a pay raise so that he can afford to pay this. Well, but a pay raise by meaning like they don't take every paycheck from him. No. To allow him a pay raise. What's a pay raise, dude? You get a raise. If you're making $20 an hour, you get $22 and that's a raise, right? Yeah, but how, if you own the operation, how do you give yourself a raise? When what you don't think people how are you own how are you LLC asking, pay themselves? How are you asking other people to give you a raise no, of the operation? He's not are? asking. He's asking the judge, the attorney is asking the judge to allow him to give himself a raise. Basically, to not to not take a certain amount of money, so that way he can to free up those assets, so that he can. No, the tweet literally says the tweet literally says it's on the screen. You guys, now Jones' attorneys are asking the judge to allow him a pay raise. Like I'm not just making this stuff up. Yeah, something the Sandy Hook attorneys, U.S. bankruptcy trustees are both vigorously opposing. Now, judge will consider a pay raise for Jones on January twentieth. Like he needs his full salary to keep doing the thing. Yeah, but a pay rate. This is above his full salary, dude. A raise would be above his salary. Like this is ridiculous. This is like like this is clown. This is just this is ridiculous. This is just weird. This is stupid. He's out of money. He's just out of money. He's out of money. He's got a lot of business strategies to get his company back to profitability. Listen, we uh, we're gonna sell some more colonial silver. Some more uh, you know. Ah, scumbag files for bankruptcy to avoid paying. Judge says not so fast, scumbag. From leftist and proud with the quintessential, yes, gay gay guy. Respect beard. the beard. Oh man, I'm going to go shave right now. I'll be right back, guys. Twenty five year army vet. Oh my god. Yeah, those are all those are all AI generated oh, bots. All of them. This it's one, one hundred percent is. Oh my god. Yeah. It's it's all public. Well, what about public, this SpongeBob round sentiment influencement? SpongeBob round pants. Imagine using your dead kid to extort someone for money. It's it's all back and forth. I know it's just back and forth between bots. Yeah, isn't didn't somebody create a bot now that can actually detect Twitter bots that can like 
if you enter in a certain uh, number of words or just a certain phrase, it can actually pull, aggregate all of these tweets from these bot accounts using that exact phrase. Mm. Mm-hmm. Somebody made that, and it was just a ma- – they went for one phrase. It was something something like, I am astounded by such and such, and right. it was just hundreds of accounts with the exact same thing. Hey, guys, look on the screen right there, and you see the little Sierra logo. Remember our old Twitter account? F. Ah, if it's, only. It's still suspended. <laughs> if only you can still view tweets you just can't do anything right every time i well when i when i clicked over it said your account is permanently suspended and cannot do this <laughs> anyways yeah um alex jones isn't paying a dime this whole thing is just theater again like we've always said theater all right do we want to move on from alex jones oh no we don't want to talk about like yeah okay so apparently um a few years ago, there was a thing that happened, and Alex Jones got in trouble for talking about it, right? <laughs> um, what were you talking about, dog about there, about a barber? Scuba. Scuba. scuba Bobby, Bobby Tony Scuba. Bobby Tony Scuba. Bobby Tony Scuba. He's a barber. He cuts your hair. Yeah? He's cut- yeah, he's really good at chili bowls. What yeah, was his name? Really Come on, what was his bowls. name? Huh? What was his name? Bobby Tony Scuba. Bobby Tony Scuba. I want to see if this comes up anywhere. Sounds like a Jersey Shore character, right? Well, he looked like one too. He lo- he looked like the guy that they go uh, that they go to for uh Sandy for the fade Hook before before they Barber. go out to the club. Doesn't nothing comes up like that. <clears throat> nothing. Yeah. Yeah, he called he called that one guy a sick son of a bee, you know? And yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I don't yeah. understand. This is the guy. Yeah. So this was the guy they interviewed afterwards, right? When they were doing the, um, you know, did you know or have you run into um, uh, skinny dance dance revolution guy, right? Well, one of the things that stood out about this particular character that they invented was his uh, very corny haircut. So who's been cutting his hair? Let's go talk to the barber. You know, let's go get a one-on-one with the barber. Right. That when they were okay, so and the haircut was kind of like a poofy bowl. Another haircut. It was a poofy bowl cut. Yeah, another haircut from another another guy. You know, with that same dead eye look. You know. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh well. We're talking about the the sort of weather event that happened along the coast of South Carolina at the church. That, that, yeah. that haircut. Yeah. Yeah. See that haircut club, bad haircut club. What is up with that? The bad haircut know. three. It, it's the bad haircut three name club. I think it, I think it goes to, we're creating this, we're creating this villain for the, for the public to consume. Right. Right. And we want them to believe that this is the most, detached uh out of fashion out of style bullied wimpy weird and then finally just snaps and finally just yeah but like yeah but like remy from higher learning right michael rapaport's character where he just snaps one day right and he's you know and pulls the gun but he's minus the herpes on the face well no he he acquired that later in life that's from many years of prostitutes probably 
Um, Pro- yeah. Yeah. Male, male prostitute. Both. He doesn't. He probably yeah. doesn't. He doesn't. Like, like we heard Ari Shafir talking about with, with what's his face there, Eric Schwartz, about how he was trying to get a tranny. He was trying to get a lady boy in Thailand, right? They don't care, bro. They don't yeah. Care. He's like, I got. Yeah. He's like, did you get a lady boy? He's like, nah. Yeah. I oh, I had to, he's like, nah. I couldn't. I had to get a real woman. I'm like, you sound disappointed, Ari. Anyway, um, shit. I forgot what I was talking about. Robert Tony Scuba. <laughs> yeah, Robert Tony Scuba, and the hair club for men with weird three weird names. Um, so there was no, there was no license. Yeah, he, there was no business license for the for the scissors. Which I find very odd because in in the state of Connecticut, you have to have a license to cut hair. I know there was because my mom was a hairdresser in Connecticut for a very long time. There was for a a, a Robert Tony Scuba, the second. He didn't have a license. No, 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 he's the second. No, there was a senior. Okay, but that license expired in 2007. You're trying to do a New England, New York, British accent. It's really not working at all. So. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but the, I'm the, trying to the, listen to uh, what you have to say. <laughs> Do the story. So the, the salon, the salon was licensed up until the the entire salon where this interview took place was uh-huh. licensed in, until 2012, which was the same year as the thing. Well, right. That yeah. Well, yes, the event that didn't happen. Thanks, Aztec Calendar. I think you got it wrong, but um. Oh, the other event. Similar, right. Similar dates, though. But uh, the best part was the quote. Uh, the quote was, I wish I would have killed him then. Like he was, you know, baby Hitler, but older. Um, He say he should have slipped and stabbed him. So in, in, in his head, as he's fantasizing, this should have, could have, would have. Right. Right. He's fantasizing a way of slip, like making it look like an accident. But still getting the job done, but horrific in a nasty way. But, yeah, horrific but he, factor. Yeah. But he also hadn't done anything yet, so you're not really like. Would pre-crime take him in? Maybe. You know, I don't know. We got pre-crime you know? coming up. We have we have algorithms and AIs and stuff that are that are going to be doing pre-crime very soon here. They're doing pre-crime, aren't they? Doing pre-crime in New Zealand. Uh, I don't know. Is it Minority Report in New Zealand yet? That's what I'm saying. Is it, it? I don't remember if it was Australia or New Zealand, but just recently, it was on the either on the channel or in the chat or something. I saw there's another step towards the old uh, Minority Report. I mean, I I could see either one, but New Zealand would be a really weird one considering it's like sheep shaggers and Maori trash. But- well. What? It, it's like it's like Florida white trash, but Maori people. Yeah, like there's there's nothing that really happens in New Zealand, so I, I would assume there's probably Australia. No, I mean there's some cities, and they were doing all. It might have been might have actually been Canada, to be fair. I could definitely see it in Canada, Rhino. If you're listening, let us know. No, Rhino, yeah, are you listening, Rhino? Well, maybe we could find out from that one mom of the thing at the school that didn't happen or may not have. That's happened. at all the other things. Yeah, like yeah. that. Her her son talks to her from the grave. Oh, that's right. Know, with, with dreams, and so mm. maybe 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 he can reach out and draw a picture of a really bad stick figure that she thinks is an angel, uh, pointing at the bad man. <laughs> maybe, uh, is he the one that told her she needed one point five billion dollars? 
Uh, no, but she did start a whole choose love campaign from it. You know, she she travels around the country doing powerpoints, talking about her dead kid, uh, talking to her through dreams. That's yeah. She makes money off of that, so yeah. That's yeah. pretty. That's almost that's about as bad as the woman who goes around with her rapist and. There's that one. PowerPoints. There's that one. There's um. What's the other one that's really bad? Um, that's just really bad. There's a mom any on te- t- any TEDx talk ever that isn't Sam Hyde. <laughs> Even that one. Um, I got highlights. That's about all. Like you know the mom on TikTok that you know that stupid one where they do the thing with oh. their hands and answer questions. Yes. It was just like that. That stupid music, right? And um, and she's doing like, why did my son kill himself? I don't know. Like, does it make you sad? Yes, of course. Sometimes it's like, why are you even talking about? And she's got a whole channel, a whole TikTok channel account, whatever you have on TikTok. I don't know where all she does is talk about her son who killed him, killed himself. And she's got like millions of followers. Boom. Dead son. Like what? The, why? How? These parents, these these are all what generation are these parents usually? Are they Xers usually? Xers and before. I'd say now if they had if they had kids that were, let's say, middle high school age, they'd be Xers. Yeah. Mm. Um, well no, they're the parents the parents of those kids at that place that, you know, had been out of business for a very long time at the point, um, they weren't Xers, I don't think. I think they were what, boomers? The parents of those kids would have been Xers. Would they have been Xers? Yeah, because in two thousand twelve no. I guess so, because Xers started at the tail end of the 60s, right? Yes, 60s and 70s yeah. babies, yeah. Okay, yeah, then they would have been. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I so been, yeah, all those parents would have been, like, somewhere between well, right now. Well, that then would have been, like, 30 and 40, right? So it would have been, like, yeah, so it would have been Xers. Oh, uh, real quick, it has been confirmed by the chat that it is uh, New Zealand, Ah, so apparently it's not just sheep shaggers and Maori trash, Reinhard. I mean, it's just it is Jacinda Ardern, okay? That that tranny is that Jacinda Ardern. I don't know what the whatever girl they replaced with that tranny. The girl originally was actually cute. You ever see the transition pictures, like how they go from when she was young to now? Now it kind of looks like a. A very dehydrated snake got caught like in the middle of expanding its jaw. It's got the um, Edvard Munch, the screamer's head shape, you know? Yes. Like that light bulbish head. I don't know what are you saying? Are you are you saying young Jacinda is hot? Are you are you No, I'm saying young Jacinda is is much more attractive than old like young Jacinda Jacinda actually looks like a female. Like I could buy like the teeth look different. Like I can buy that that was a female that they replaced. And, yeah, I, and I could honestly, buy the overbite. But, and honestly, oh man. And honestly, um, what with cloning and stuff nowadays? Have you guys heard? Did you guys hear the um, the Kevin Hart video where he just comes out and he's like, looks right at the screen. Yeah, I have a clone. Actually, I have two. Like, yeah, it's supposed to be just, comedy, isn't it's it? A, no, I mean it is, but it's not. I mean, it, of course it is. You know, revelation of the method comedy. Right. What about what about a young Lori Lightfoot? No. No. You, I, I don't I've know seen, how we can get pictures of that thing from like I've, three thousand years ago when it was born. Right, right. But right. there, there are supposed pictures of young Lori Lightfoot from like 
the late 80s early 90s it does not look like the same creature they're they're putting out there there probably was a real woman yes, named Lori Lightfoot and oh, they yes, put it does. this thing oh yes it does it has the same wide fish face it yes it does it looks just like her and i'm i'm pulling this up young yep. Lori lightfoot go to yeah use duckduckgo and it's the first one i was about to say Android. that's your browser history <laughs> it's duckduckgo here, Johnny, I'm I'm gonna just put the link to the whole DuckDuckGo thing in. In the what? There you go. There's a side by side. I'll put it in the content chat. I mean, it it still does look like her. Same same cheekbone height, same eyes. They're not as bulgy. Right, but, but that's I can just tell that from, there. like yeah. The go. wide set. Oh, the wide set is still there. It looks saying. like they're trying to escape to the side. That's what I'm saying. They're trying to escape whatever's going on in their sinuses. Johnny, how detailed does the narrative for that event that didn't occur 10 years ago um, have to be for them to just whip up a barber story? Like, like, is it necessary? Or, or is it just like, we, like we're having such a freaking laugh that let's just, let's just, insert minutia into this thing that does it's completely unnecessary mm -hmm. um it's just what they do because um, americans are obsessed with minutia and trivia and that kind of stuff well and they're obsessed and, and they're obsessed with these these stories that are just so uncanny right sure we're obsessed because it, it makes it sound more like a movie but that movie is actually real life right but how much more heart-wrenching is it to talk to the barber of the guy you know, like, 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 what, I, what emotional you know, element is that even supposed to add? I, I think it's supposed to give you like sort of an everyman's sort of, um, you know, you don't even know the guy sitting next to you at the waiting to get his haircut at the barbers could be the next Adam Lanza, you know, okay. which which it's is just, what they've been pushing for. I mean, oh, well over a decade. Yeah, I mean, it's even just like, a little bit before this. And it's just like, yeah. look, this is a barber. This is a regular guy, and he just happened to cut Adam Lanza's hair. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, hair. Well, <laughs> he said before he, got, he said he got creepy vibes from the guy, and that it seemed like his mother was in complete control of the situation. He seemed like he was really good at Dance Dance Revolution. Well, okay, so. If, in fact, what the narrative says is true and he was heavily medicated on SSRIs and that kind of stuff, autistic, whatever, I could see how his mother would be somebody like that and who would definitely be in control of something like that because someone who is that type of a person probably needs somebody like that. You know what I mean? To be like, Listen, you're getting your hair cut. He's getting his hair cut like this. He's get you know what I mean? Like, doesn't He doesn't yeah, make there, decisions there on what he wears. There probably was a, a very highly uh, toxic, and codependent relationship if M much like if, somebody who needs a handler Ooh. if if in fact now yeah let's just say for a fact in fact that he cut david hogg's hair you know when he was um younger <laughs> you know maybe maybe that's just the thing and 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 the mother is the handler and this dude just gave david hogg a, a bad haircut and now David Hogg has to look at that video every now and then and be like, wow, this guy, this guy is thinking about killing me now, man. <laughs> no, I hate this story. I know. 
You know, in in these and David Hogg sitting there, David Hogg sitting there like 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 Steve Buscemi from uh, with, with the <laughs> lipstick, just you know. Like. David Ho- David Hogg and Kyle Rittenhouse get together and go, "Whoa, man, Whoa. dude!" Ten years ago, okay. they try to beat each other's high score. Oh man, hang on. All right, so speaking of Kyle Rittenhouse, I gotta I gotta find this picture. Jesus. So is Kyle Rittenhouse one of the uh, the kids from the school? Huh? Ten years ago. There's that. There's that possibility. You know what I mean? That's what. That's what I'm talking about. You know, people say David Hogg is the one, the one guy who was not really cool with his mom and didn't really like that one place where kids were being taught stuff. Right. And then there was like. You know? And then there was like. But then there was this. This guy grew up to be, you know. Um, but then there are those Facebook pages that say that 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 kid is actually another kid who who has like a younger brother. Yeah, that's an interesting actually that's a very interesting thing because he looks a lot like you know what I mean this kid could definitely be the grown-up the, version of that man, you know. The the photoshopped family photos with the uh the guy who was laughing his ass off before, mm-hmm. uh, you know, pulling an onion out and doing a little, little teardrop sure, before sure. the the interview, sure. like those family photos are so like. There okay, I'm not a Photoshop expert, but there's something weird going on with the legs of the kids in those photos. Like, yeah. like that. It's a, uh, it's it's either some kind of optical illusion or there's just. If somebody got really a little bad. too happy with the liquify, I think tool. so. Hey guys, look at look, look at the stream. There's your boy, or is that a boy? Why, why I see does, Homer Simpson. What? Oh, you do? Yeah. How I sleep knowing all of my. Wait a second. Why is it not pulling up the right thing? What the hell? <sighs> no, I don't know. I'm gonna refresh the drive. Hang on. You're not gonna. Oh yeah, there it is. There it is. Yeah, him with his girl, his his blondie girlfriend. Well, hold on now. No, check it out. That's yeah. So, look at look at how pregnant Kyle looks down there. Okay, look at the shoulders. Yeah. Yep. Look at the no chin, right? Yeah. No brow ridge. Sure. Slope shoulders. I'm, I'm picking up. I'm picking up what you're putting down, buddy. Yeah. Look at her. Her. No, on the right hand side. Look at look at the oh. one on the right hand side. Look at the one on the right hand okay. side. That, that one's that one's the dude. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna have a baby. Yep. Now look, at, now look at this picture, and tell me that is not a girl's face on the left hand side. The dump your liberal boyfriend. No, on the left hand side. The yeah, I know. Yeah. On the left hand, yeah. Yeah, dump your liberal liberal boyfriend. Nice. Uh, the right stuff. There it is. There, I there, just the right noticed stuff. that. Yeah. That's the dating app, guys. That's the Kyle Rittenhouse dating app that these two are. I guess they found it or some shit. I don't really know. Um, yeah, you, you got to pay five hundred dollars for the premium package. No, that's, of, that's a different. The rights, the right stuff, dating app. That's you know? a whole different. Everybody's married on the dating app. Yeah, you don't get to see. You don't get to see notifications, and you can send out uh, like fifty circles a month. For... Oh, okay. What about the wife swapping? Oh wait. Um... <laughs> Ooh, you got you got to be in the special special club. The special special club. All right, what is this? All yeah, right, the the ultra secret special super club. Yeah, moving on, moving on, guys. All right. Um, 
Are we moving on to a totally new story? Yeah, we're moving on. To I've a got totally new I got one more person that's having a great Christmas right now. Oh, no. Actually, isn't. Who's that? Now, Armgard Ferkner. Who's Armgard Ferkner? That's what everybody is saying right now when they see this Jerusalem Post article being spammed all over Facebook and normie social media. The Secretary of Evil. What? 97-year-old Nazi convicted oh, for role in 10,500 murders. Oh yeah, that's okay. That, that was what I was posting. I had that I had the picture on the screen. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I did. Now I have the article. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Secretary of Evil. And what may be the last ever Oh, I'm sure that's not going to be. What may be the last ever Nazi trial, Irmgard Furchner has been found guilty for crimes committed at Stutthof concentration camp. Wow. 97-year-old German woman has been convicted of complicity in the murders of 10,505 people during the Holocaust. BBC News reported on Tuesday. Between 1943 and 1945, the then 18-year-old Ermgard Furchner worked as a typist at the Stuttgart concentration camp where an estimated 65,000 people were killed during the Second World War years from 1939 to 45. Can't believe they finally got her. Yes. Man, Furchner, so elusive. Right. Just, 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 been, just been surfing the globe, you know, like mm. impossible to find, just... Uh, yeah, they they turned they turned over every rock. Okay, hang to on, find this hang one. on, hang on. Actually, she did flee. She was sentenced. Yeah, she was sentenced to a two-year suspended sentence on Tuesday, marking the end of her trial, which began in October of last year. She was tried as a juvenile because her actions occurred as a juvenile. So that's why she got the sentence, suspended sentence. Was delayed as she briefly went on the run in 2021 in September. She was caught hours after fleeing after she failed to appear in court. Mm. She was dubbed the Secretary of Evil by media covering the trial, previously denied any knowledge of Stuttgart in court, even though although her husband's testimony in 1954 showed that he was aware that people were being gassed to death at the camp. So her husband fucking cucked on her. Her husband probably had his balls exploded by a, a hammer Yeah, no. in order to sign a confession. Yeah, probably. That's most likely what happened. Yeah, probably. I think it'd be interesting to to find out when well, her husband is, actually this died. This is only because okay, so this is because she was aware that killings were going on in the camp, supposedly. So this is what they're trying her for. They're trying her for. So what are they? What are they? Would they find the janitor? Are they going to try him too? You know, you know the the window washers at the camps, like the um the the, the lawn guys. She was literally an 18-year-old typist. Right. Even if was... any of this if any of this stuff is true, which it's not because it's the Holocaust. But I mean, this is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. 97 years old. The commandant, Paul Werner Hoppe, was sentenced to 9 years in prison in 1955 for being an accessory to murder. The commandant of the camp I hate this story so much. This is so bad. Also, this attorney has a ridiculously comical name. Ernst Freiherr von Munchausen? Von Munchausen. Ernst Freiherr von Munchausen. 
Well, there's Munchausen by proxy. Right. And then Syndrome. there's Freiherr von Munchausen. Anyways, so... Response from Jewish organizations. Ooh, oh, here we I go. From the part. Simon Wiesenthal Center. Jewish Human Rights and Holocaust Research Center saying they welcomed the conviction by a German court. Of course. The center's chief Nazi hunter Holocaust historian, Dr. Ephraim Zurov, said... In view of Futch's recent statement to the court that she regretted everything, we were concerned that the court might accept her defense attorney's plea for an acquittal. Oh, God. Yet, given her claim that she had no knowledge of the murders being committed in the camp, her regret was far from convincing. Wow. What evil, evil bastards. What? Yeah, exactly. What shitty, evil pieces of garbage. Like, inhuman things they are. These people will all burn in the fires of hell. Oh, my God. This is horrible. Sturhoff was originally used to imprison Polish leaders and resistance members with the first group of 150 inmates arriving in the camp in September of 39. When the camp was originally intended to serve as a civilian internment camp by 42, it was no longer any different than any of the other Nazi concentration camps. And by the summer of 1943, it had been fitted with gas chambers and crematoria. See, that's the thing about this. So, Sturthoff was originally used to imprison Polish leaders and resistance members. Uh, do you all remember the interview from the 80s, I think it was, on, on British television or Dutch television? No. Where they were talking to former German Wehrmacht soldiers on the streets, and they made it very clear that they were focusing on, on like, partisans. And they were stunning these people. When these when these guys talk about, they say civilians here. It was supposed to serve as a civilian internment camp. These civilians were blowing up German cars, killing German soldiers when they weren't supposed that. You know what? I'm going to get off the soapbox. This is just making me mad. Yeah, this whole thing. This is terrible. This is awful. This 97 is years 97 old. 97 years old and Jews are like, yes. Yes. Why do horrible. they hate us so? Why do people hate Jews so much? Why do people hate Jews? Guys. Why do, you, why do people hate Jews? Oh, gee. I don't know. Maybe this. Maybe because this shit. I'm going to put a 97-year-old woman in in prison for something she may or may not have known about that clearly didn't happen, first of all, but uh, that she was unaware of even if it did happen. Uh, she's 97. It was 18 years. So this is 80 years ago, 79 years ago, literally 79 years ago. Oh, you know, uh, in this article uh, from 2021, yeah, uh, when it says that she went on the run, mm-hmm. they say that she has been accused of the uh, – Contributing to the murder of 11,412. So what happened to the other, what? The other 1,900 people? It's like, yeah, 1,000? Another 1,000. Well, they just, well, they must have figured that those 1,000 people, she wasn't at work those days, so she couldn't have known. Right. Those were all the all the days that she took off. She called in sick, took vacation. Right, right, right. Used her PTO, just took a personal day. She was just Listen, not feeling Car- it one day. Just the vibe, you know? She just wanted to go Carp- get some stars. Carpal tunnel syndromes of... Carpal tunnel syndrome is a real thing. You know, if you're typing and you got to keep all these records that don't exist, you know, mm-hmm. you're it. It's also got to be very frustrating. You're doing all this typing for all these records that just clearly don't, don't exist. exist. Right. Yeah. You just so have to make them up it, as you go. Well, is this one of those right, things where it, she's it just typing? Of, it, okay, hold on. Do you think she's just sitting there typing at nothing? Like there's no paper in the typewriter? She's just, you know what I mean? Or no, it just it goes right in the ovens. All everything. Oh, the, the paper just so, goes straight yeah. into the oven. Okay, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's part of the kindling, and uh, well, that that would be extremely frustrating. 
It's it's got to be. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, what why am I, am I even typing then? Why would I even type yeah. if that's going to happen? Right. 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 And, and then and then a friend of hers reminds her, hey, you're getting paid basically to do nothing. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, just show up, type. Who cares what happens to it? You know, just take a vacation to the Eagle's Nest. Yeah, I mean, if if you get PTO for that, you know, I mean, that I'm would sure be, they did. I would if, what PTO to go to the Eagle's Nest? I'm sure they did. Well, just to go anywhere, but I'm sure they got PTO at some point. I mean, yeah, I was saying to use the PTO to go to the Eagle's Nest. Oh is, yeah, which is where Maybe. everybody would want to go. I mean, it, she would probably have, she would probably have access if you were if you were that high up to where you were documenting the uh you know you were fake documenting the fake things. You know, you would probably have access to the Eagles. Nest. Hitler probably wanted to, to to pick her creative mind hey. for some kind of fiction or or poetry or something. Because I guarantee you, she was at some point she was probably writing like a memoir or book of right. poetry. Right, right, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly, right. And he's like, you know, I'm something of a writer myself. <laughs> <laughs> She's writing like fan fiction, right? She's <laughs> no she Sparazzi fan fiction. She was or writing the, no, she was writing uh, yeah, she was writing the first Hitler fan fiction. Oof! Unfortunately, that one didn't make it into the oven, and it became the official narrative. Right, right. She. Oh man, is she responsible for micro penis? No, no. That's clearly, that's clearly. No, yeah, that's not. No, that's that's, not that's fan Jewish fiction. all that's, the way. That's enemy fiction. Yeah, that's not fan fiction. And look what they've done to this woman. Like in that that headline picture. Obviously, she's wearing a mask because it's Germany. But then the sunglasses, the shawl, everything just. It just looks horrible. Well, that's what she looks like. I mean, that's just what she how she came to court. I know. know. I mean, well, she, she would have to. Yeah. I mean, look Ugh. there she is. There she is in the. Uh, let me pull this, but yeah, in the in a glass box, surrounded by four, uh, two cops. Is that a judge and a lawyer? Yeah. You need oh three cops. There's a cop in the back, just in case she decides to make a run for it. Right. Right. Yeah, go on the run again. Right. She looks like she's in a wheelchair, and she looks like she's strapped to it. Wow. Does that look God like that to you guys? Look at the look at that picture. Does that look like she's strapped to the wheelchair? Uh, uh, it's hard to say. I mean, she's, it could be it could be a belt. She could. Yeah. No, hold on. I mean, now hold on a second. She could now have go, like a rocket. No, go a rocket attached to it. Right, but go up in the article and look at the picture of just her it's head. It's the headline that's, picture zoomed. Yeah, that's zoomed in, and it looks it's she's fastened to it. She's fastened to it. I don't know if it's a, a wheelchair, belt. but she's it's, she's strapped. It's in. a seatbelt, and she's strapped in. Maybe it's to hold her up. You know, what I mean, maybe it's because she, she she might fall out. Maybe it is because it's got a rocket. It's a rocket. It's German. Could be one of those. Hey, did you guys see the picture today in the chat of the, might have been in the chat? It was a 1902. Uh, in in Britain, it was a uh, motorized pram or baby stroller. So the you would get on the back, right? Like you were on a scooter, and you had like the the baby stroller in the front, and you would just get and it was electric because, of course, it was in 1902. Everything was electric right. in 1902. Everything was way more electric than it is now. It's electric. Amazing. Is that yeah, when that no. is that when that song originally came out? Except it was in German at the time. Yes, probably. It was accompanied by a symphony. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dude, it probably sounded a lot better than, than what I was just singing. An an electric symphony. Yeah. Right, with an electric light show. 
Ooh. Oh man, I can only imagine the light shows at the concerts that they had back when they had like ether lights. That had to have been the Chinese had to harvest ether lights to be able to create what they have now, like all the the 3D like animals all over the place, but they probably whisked them out of ether. Did you see the the picture taken from the airplane of the hologram of the giant skeleton? <laughs> yes. That was real. That that was yeah, that was insane. So when they start doing that here and start scaring the shit out of retards with with giant holographical nightmarish things. Um I don't know. Do you think do you think that they're gonna do that here? I don't know. Was that like do you think that might have been some sort of entertainment going on? Or was that like a, a I test to I see? I don't know. Who the fuck knows what's going on in China? Not me. Don't don't let me forget. I'm going to drop this in the content chat. You mentioned giants, and there was a an archaeological quote discovery this week that I mean, I I said giant skeleton, but okay, was pretty uh pretty <laughs> insane. It's tangentially related. What did I say earlier? It's not not connect tangential. Not no. What did I say? Shit, that was hilarious. It's not connected, but tangentially connected, or something like that. I don't remember what I said. It was funny though. Tangentially related. No, it was not even tangentially related, but yet still connected, right? Oh, oh. I forgot what it was, but it was funny. I hate when I do that. Um, hey, Rhino is here. Oh, Rhino's in the chat? Nice. Yeah, Rhino, if you're if you're currently listening, uh, let us know if they are trying to introduce literal pre-crime to institutions in Canada. In Canada. Hey, did you guys know that they found silver coins near the Temple Mount proves the Jewish history of Israel? Oh. Hmm. You mean Where's that one? The, it's a it's it's on the same page as the J post. Ah. I'm not opening it because I'm not giving the J post any more clicks. All right. So what are we doing what are we doing next? We, that's I'm just mad. I'm not, I'm I don't want to look at this anymore. We I think we're hitting the break. Are we? Is it time? Yeah. Um, it is time for a break. Are we gonna go to a break? We're gonna go to a break. Yes, gentlemen. I yep. have to. I have to head out. Oh, but it was good talking to y'all this evening. Right on. Well, Dogbot will not be All joining right. us for hour two. We'll see you later, buddy. All right. Merry Christmas, bro. Yes. Merry Christmas, Merry to Christmas. everyone. Yeah. Christmas. Such a great year. Yes. All right, well, we're going to go to break here. Um, uh, Reinhardt, you posted the thing. I got it here. Yep, I DM'd it to you. Yes, you did. And I'm going to do that. And we're going to play the song, and we'll be back. Actually, what's the, what's the name of the song again? Uh, it is Surge of Rage by Belleroth. Yes, we're going to play Surge of Rage by Belleroth. And we will be back in a little while. Uh, if I can find the song, I can't find it. There it is. We'll be back.
we're back. That was a very short song, Reinhardt. It was very short. Hmm. I'm the only one that's back. Uh, Grognak, are you back? No? All right. I'm back by myself. Awesome. So while I'm back by myself, I will put this over on Pilled, and I'm going to tell everybody about the millennial thing that Skull and I did um, because the people that listen to the podcast aren't going to hear that part. So Sunday, Sunday, Alt Skull and I went on millennial and had a great time, and we kind of blew Woz's mind a little bit. Um, when the some of the faces that were made are going to be classic screenshots, I'm sure. Um, reaction pictures, like when Woz asked about Nicole Kidman being a woman. Um, also Avril Lavigne. Um, that was another one. He made us. He tried to make us. He tried to make us say that Avril Lavigne was a woman, but we didn't. Couldn't do that. Couldn't do that. Sorry, Woz. Anyway. Reinhardt, are you back yet? Guys, hello? No, nobody's back. All right. I'm just going to... Uh, hey, going. I'm back. Oh. I was just waiting for you to finish. Oh, okay. You are back. I was going to go back. I was going to continue, but what's up? Not much. Right. Sorry, just uh, watching everybody in the chat here. Thank you all very much for uh, Christmas donations so far. Yes. Um, yes. Thank you, everybody who has donated so far tonight. Do we have a list of anybody? I don't. I can't scroll back so far. Uh, as far as I know, it was mainly Rhino. Uh, Rhino gave us some shades when he dropped in the chat. Thank you, sir. Well, thank you for donating. Yes, you can donate over on Pilled. You can donate on DLive, and you can donate on... Oh, we're still... The, the Nationalist Inquirer is still on the, the transition screen. Let me fix that real quick. And we're back. And Pilled has done a good job just kind of feeling out and... and not feeling out. Um, rounding out their subscription plans and bonuses um you can actually subscribe to channels now which is really cool um so that's something we may play around with you know in the new year where i haven't i haven't looked at it too much um but they've done a good job this year with ui changes and everything else to make this more accessible yes and there will also be uh more changes coming in the new year everything's everything's getting better it's really cool so Yes, and thank you to everybody over on Odyssey for joining us this evening and over on DLive. And, of course, we already said thank you to the Pilled audience. Um, let me see what's going on. Who's over there? Charles Montgomery Plantagenus Snicklegruber. That's like the longest. Snicklegruber Burns. Good Lord, that's a long name. I mean, it's not as bad as, you know, Einhard Freer von Munchausen. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Ash over there at uh, Odyssey said he really enjoyed the interview with Woes and getting to see their faces was nice. Yeah, we we did do we did do camera for that. It was fun. Oh, and somebody asked. Uh, it was uh, Racco or Rako. Um, I still mm-hmm. don't remember which way to say the name, but uh, said, "Can you comment on the homosexual admission uh, Woes video posted on the chat? Is there context of that, Johnny?" Uh, Woes posted in the chat. Uh, it was I. It was what we were talking about earlier uh, when he was like seventeen. Oh yeah, I don't give a shit what happened to that guy when he was seventeen years old. He was seventeen years old, groomed by older men, and went through a quote gay phase for like a year and a half. 
a 17, 18 year old kid in that scene doing drugs and hanging out with older dudes that were grooming him to be gay. Dude, I can't, I can't judge him for that. He's gone away from it. He's clearly not reprobate. He's, I mean, he isn't gay. You know, he wasn't gay. He went through a quote gay phase like that. A lot of Gen Xers and millennials and zoomers are doing. Or have yeah, and I'm, and I'm glad the guy came out of it. And clearly, yeah. like you said, he's being groomed. I'd say he was being preyed upon. Absolutely so he was. I'm glad he's come out of it. And look what he's doing now. It's pretty he's awesome. Doing, yeah, he's doing great now. Now, again, I can't judge something. He's 40, maybe 38, 40 years old. Um, maybe a little bit older even. If he's an Xer. Like he says he is, he's in his 40s. So that was over 20 years ago. Like, I can't. You know, there are people who still don't like it's like Johnny has a cocaine charge. I got arrested for getting cocaine for a friend of mine when I was 21 years old. That was literally almost 30 years ago. I should have been arrested when I was 21 years old. Like I'm saying like, no, none of those charges. They threw everything out, like all that stuff. Yeah, your your right. record is clean. My record. I don't have any convictions. I got. Yeah, I, I got in trouble when I was 21 years old and I, I'm not. On my record, I'm no. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I did something stupid with drugs when I was twenty-one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got I'm married twice to the same woman, and I have two kids. <laughs> there are people right a thirty-three now, acre right? farm, dude, a thirty-three acre farm, and like a job and a podcast. I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm doing whoa, okay. Whoa, how how many acres, Johnny? Thirty-three. Oh. It was thirty eight, but then the in laws sold five. It's it's we yeah it's, it's, they sold five off. So. There are people right this moment who are extorting people, gouging people for money, yeah. for a cult, while also doing worse degenerate things behind closed doors. Currently, yeah, and I'm not like right what now. I'm saying is yeah, and and what what was did when he was seventeen. Like I'm not gonna. Com- I'm, I'm. I'm no one to comment on that. First of all, <laughs> right? We've all done things in our past. Nobody came out of the womb perfect. Nobody came out of the womb. If you're a Nazi, nobody came out of the womb goose stepping. If you're a whatever, nobody came out of the womb with whatever fucking ide- ideology you're at now. You know, mine might. Dude, my Sylvester lisp is back. <laughs> the two thing. <laughs> Slunk some eggs and they'll go away. No, I can't. Actually, it might get worse. No, I can't because... <clears throat> no, I have to wait for the surgery to heal before I can get the implant. Oh, right. Yeah, no, and that stupid mouthpiece thing that they made for me so it looks like I don't have missing teeth while the while the bone heals, um, it makes it look like I'm wearing an Invisalign, which is basically what it is. But when I wear that, I have a back lisp. It's terrible. Oh, my God. I, yeah. When I don't have it, I have the F problem. So I love dentists, man. I really do. God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like dentists is what I'm saying. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, Yeah. Racco, Rako, whatever. I really I really got nothing to say about that. It's not my place. Um, I'm not going to judge something somebody did 20 something years ago. You know, sorry. All right. Yeah. What else do we want to talk about? I don't know. What do we got? Uh, how about this? Jerusalem, another Jerusalem postcard. How the hell did I get this? I'm getting out of this. This is terrible. Police officer fired for 
taking a sandwich away from a homeless guy. I don't, I don't know what that is. Let's talk about this uh, Stanford new woke list of verboten language. Oh, the one from Zero Hedge? Yeah, the Zero Hedge article. This one is weird. Yeah. So Justine Moore, she says, if you want a fun holiday activity, try to explain to your older relatives why they can no longer say things like long time, no see or rule of thumb. And then tell your Generation Z relatives that preferred pronouns and trigger warning are both out now. Hmm. Newly verboten words. Which is German for forbidden. You see like how they're using verboten to play up the Nazi aspect. Absolutely retarded, but not surprising. But it's zero hedge, though. Like, they don't normally act like this, do they? Uh, no, they they do the whole, like, they're the real Nazis kind of thing. Oh, God. Yeah. So these are the, these are the new forbidden words categorized by type of offense. Ableism. Insane. Lame. Crazy. Spaz and tone deaf. Our ableist language that trivializes the experience of people living with mental health conditions. Culturally appropriative. Brave, which perpetuates the stereotype of the noble, courageous savage equating the indigenous male as being less than a man. Try. Okay. Tribe. Tribe. This one is, oh my God. Yeah. Historically used to equate indigenous people with savages. Hmm. Guru, in the Buddhist and Hindu traditions, the word is a sign of respect. Using it casually negates its original value. So calling somebody the, uh, I don't know, the pulled pork guru, right? Or the barbecue chicken guru, or the she's the knitting guru of her friend group, right? That's now culturally appropriative. Jesus. Gender-based. Oh, man. He, she. Unless you know the person you're addressing uses he, she as their pronoun, it is better to use they or ask the person which pronouns they use. No longer allowed to use gender-based pronouns. This is at Harvard. Ladies, landlord, landlady, gentleman, freshman, congressman, woman, you guys. Lumps a group of people using gender binary language that doesn't include everyone. Seminal. This term reinforces male-dominated language. Transgendered. Oh. This term avoids connections that being transgender is something that is done to a person and that some kind of transition is required. But it is, and it is. I mean, but of course, in their in their definition, it's it's not something that that is done to you or happens. But this is the funny thing: it says, or some kind of transition is required. It is. It literally does. You need surgery, right? And you're still not you're still not a man. Uh, see, yeah, this one. That's just that one. All right. The next Can one. Is, we oh, we're just going to go through them all. Yeah. Let's just go through okay. them. Okay. All right. Imprecise language. Abort. This term can unintentionally raise religious moral concerns over abortion. 
Okay, so for once they're concerned about what people who care about abortion care about. Do you people know? No, the this person does have no clue about etymology, but okay. What do you mean? Well, abortion is not what gave rise to the term. Like abortion in regards to a pregnancy is not what gave rise to the term abort. Right, right. <laughs> to abort a mission, like you know, to end something, to turn away, to, to terminate. Ter- exactly, right. Anything. It, it was it was a concept long before the concept of killing your baby. This next one, American. Okay, American. hang on. This term often refers to people from the United States only, thereby insinuating that the U.S. is the most important country in the Americas, which is actually made up of 42 countries, actually. That was added by Zero Hedge. Right. (sighs) The next one I agree with. Karen. Yes, needs to go away. This term is used to ridicule or demean a certain group of people based on their behaviors. Yes, Karen is an anti-white slur. Sure. Karen, like we've said many, many times, Karen is just a derogatory term, a pejorative for somebody who is experiencing um, America in in its latent form where there is no customer service, where there is no polite human being anymore. You know, there is no... You know, I am your fucking manager, you know? Yes, where Negroes take over your public park and right. crap in the public grill and force you to try and call somebody who's supposed to take care of things like this. Right, right, right. And you're a Karen for you're a Karen for expecting customer service. You're a Karen for expecting your social normities, you know? Respect based on just a normal human level. Right. See, they talk about normal human respect, but they obviously don't give it. We know this. This is far beyond old news right so yes karen is a derogatory term for white people basically white women mostly but they will never admit that right thug although the term refers to a violent person or criminal it often takes on a racist connotation when used in certain circles oh jesus list goes on and on and on there's oh my god if you're still reading why not keep going person first homeless person immigrant pioneer prostitute prisoner whoa 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 Prostitute? Using person-first language helps to not define people by just one of their characteristics. (laughs) It is is now a person who is a sex worker. Dude, right, right. No, it's a prostitute, dude. It's It's not one of their characteristics. It's their job. I almost choked to death just now trying to say that. Oh, my, because I'm laughing so hard. This is ridiculous. Well, it's people who've been who've been battered with the fantasy for at least the last 200 years of the sexually immoral, loose woman who outside of what she does is very educated and proper and, and knows how to put men in their place. Right, right. Uses it to her advantage. So prostitute denotes somebody who is, you know, just a whore. Oh, is that just okay. what they are? OK, OK. Now, there's some that there's some that pertain to violence trigger warning this phrase can cause stress about what's about to follow 
Additionally, one can never know what may or may not trigger a person, a particular person, which is true. I hate the fact that you see trigger warning or TW or any of this stuff before a post. I'm like, dude, fuck off. Nobody cares, dude. Stop well, it. Which is funny because they're the same people who freaking put that term there into in the first daily place. language. They're the ones who put it there in the, yeah, in the first place. War room, unnecessary use of violent language. To pull the trigger, unnecessarily uses violent imagery to encourage another person to do something. Killing two birds with one stone. This is the dumbest one there is. This is this is the this expression normalizes violence against animals. This person needs to be on meat by the like ten pounds. Yeah. This is terrible. Have you ever have you ever hit a bird with a rock? Ever? Never. Yes. Actually, yes. Doesn't sound very easy. No, it's not, but I have once. When I was a kid, I got in a lot of trouble. I've had a bird with a slug. <laughs> no, I, I, I hit a, I was at a robin, I think, in my grandmother's yard. That was bad. Everybody was very angry with me. Did you, did you pull the wires out? There were no wires, dude. Back then, there was no CIA drones. Oh. Remember? A simpler time. Yeah, it's a much simpler time. <laughs> yeah, this bothers, this whole article bothers me. This is just ridiculous, woke now, like, you know, there's the whole anti-woke movement, and this is, like, more... Well, the thing is, is a lot of this stuff was was woke just a couple years ago, and now it's not woke anymore. It's more woke to be... You know, there's, you have to be even more woke. Well, this soon, is this is how it is. This is the slippery slope, is it? Right, right. <laughs> Dude, it's like... Well, the Astroglide ran out a few miles ago, and now we're just running, like, bare ass down the fucking asphalt. Yeah, no. your pants long, long ago burned away. Yeah, this is like yeah, this is ripping through flesh at this point. Um, this is terrible. <laughs> However, this is Newspeak. You know, this is this is Newspeak in action. 1984, Newspeak in action. Skull and I talked about this on the Millennial about how um, I said that that you know the the two societies between um, Orwell and Huxley were trying to decide which. You know which dystopian future we were going to end up with, but you know, if we ended up where we're at now, it's it's like it's a terrible combination of both. Uh, and the newspeak, the Orwellian newspeak, like this is this is how it happens. They take words away. You're not allowed to say this. You're not allowed to say that. And this is from Harvard. Oh Stanford. no, Stanford. I'm sorry, Stanford. My bad. My bad. My bad. Oh, this, I love this. Stanford University, home of the one of the most unethical psychology experiments in history. Let me look this one up. The Stanford Prison Experiment. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. We all know about that one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you go to the woman who tweeted this, uh, it's not. So this woman, she doesn't seem to be in support of this stuff. She actually tweeted and said it's it's insane. Yes. Um, Justine Moore. But if you go and look at her profile picture, that uh, like it's an AI generated image version but that is a dude i mean yeah yeah she's just got a really big face man that ai did her no favors yeah that that the ai coloration of her picture or whatever i mean that's terrible Ugh, that's you know i recently read something on nationalist acquire about the long necks and the long-headed folk she she would qualify as a long neck folk right Based She's on this image. Definitely a long neck. Yeah. Ugh. Yeesh. Anyways. All right. 
Enough of that. This is gay. Yeah, don't do that. Just keep being the racist uncle at dinner at Christmas, just as you were at Thanksgiving. Slam two non-alcoholic beers and start talking about Jews. Oh, here's the New York Post article about it. Hold on. Oh, it's eliminating all this across. Okay. So it's it's removing it from its online properties. Um, it's removing it from all of its books. Yeah, all the stuff. Elimination of harmful language. Initially. Oh, I'm sorry. This page, dude, this list of words is 13 pages long. What? Originally. Oh, okay. Okay. List, it lists outlines. It uh, The list outlines several oh, slurs against pages. black individuals, indi- indigenous groups, wheelchair users, LGBTQ plus individuals, and others. Why didn't they just call them handicapped instead of wheelchair users? I I don't know. There are other handicaps besides wheelchair users. Yeah. What are you why are you leaving them out? Yeah, you know. I I wonder if somebody went on chat GPT, the AI, the text and AI what about writer. Weird, yeah. And what about the just, weird forearm crutches guys, you know? Yeah. What about uh what's his name from South Park? Is that Timmy? That's Timmy's wheelchair guy. That's his, his buddy yeah. um Jimmy. Oh. Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy yes. and Timmy, right? Timmy. Yeah, what about Jimmy? And Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy talks like, like, like this. Like, like, you know. Yes. Yeah. It's got the weird though, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, Stanford, dude. There you go. California. That's California for you. What, what, wasn't he the one who was a stand-up comedian? Jimmy? Yes, Jimmy did. Yes. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, Steven, he, he can't be handicapped if he can be a comedian. Right. Well, I mean... They had that one guy that has cerebral palsy, that Josh Blue kid that gets up there and like twitches and stuff. Now there's another guy, Drew something, who's got like a really bad stutter or a tick. I guess I don't know. I guess it's cool to be a comedian who has a handicap. He's act the Drew the Drew whatever his name guy is actually kind of funny. Uh, hang on. Speaking of comedians, there was a reader uh, criticized this publication. Um, there's a Twitter user quoted the late comedian George Carlin saying political correctness is fascism pretending to be manners. Oh, God. Had to bring in fascism. Make sure that they know that these people who are curbing speech, I mean, that's fascism, right? Fascism. There's a real fascist. Well, there's no free speech in fascism. There isn't. You You ask fascists. Right? You want fascist you ask fascists right now, people who call themselves fascists, right? And they say there's no there's no free speech. Those people, those people, those people that call themselves fascists are constantly banning people for saying shit, right? That's true. Yeah. And for literally saying nothing at all. Right. And they do but they do it all the time. You know, we're technically fascists for banning people for saying certain things, you know? If that's what they want to call fascists. Johnny, what is your favorite George Carlin joke? Um, none of his, none of his stuff is jokes. Well, what makes me laugh? Nothing makes me laugh really anymore. Uh, his, um, nothing really. I just, I mean, I find him insightful in a way. Um, amusing. I don't laugh at George Carlin. I never really did. Yeah. I always, I always liked his joke about the, uh, the Bluetooth thing when it came out. He was calling people space boy. God, I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, he and, never uh, really told joke jokes. He stuff. just kind of like, what? His joke about stuff, how you take your most important stuff with you when you leave. Yeah. Like yeah. you go on a trip to a hotel, then you go out to dinner, you got to take the the even more important stuff and leave more stuff behind. 
Yeah. Well, funny. the difference between stuff and shit. Like, if it's mine, it's stuff. It's yours, it's shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's kind of fun. yeah, but that's like just like semi-insightful, you know, humorous things. I never really, I've never gotten a belly laugh out of it. There's a couple of guys where, um, like, I make you like laugh till you can't breathe, and he's not one of them. You know. True. Yeah. He's more full of wisdom. Right. I liked um, Tom Segura makes me laugh. And who's Tom the, Segura is pretty funny. Who's the guy he does the podcast with? Podcast with the uh, the machine. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I don't remember his name. You know what I'm talking. He does the thing where he's like, "I went to Russia and blah blah blah." And you're drinking with that. Oh, um, he's the fat dude. The fat dude takes his shirt off. And um, yeah, that guy. That guy made me laugh. The machine joke. Now that guy. That guy made me laugh. But um, that was funny. Yeah, there's a lot of guys. Uh, Bert Bert Kreischer. Bert Kreischer. Yeah, he's good. Um, not sure if he's not Jewish though. Kreischer. He he does kind of look Jewish. Right, right, right. And Tom Segura could be definitely could be Sephardic. Yeah. yeah. Sebastian Menescalco is pretty funny. Who? Sebastian Menescalco. I have no idea who that is. He's he's Italian. He he does a lot of Mediterranean humor, actually. Uh, well, that's cool. I'll have to check him out. All right, moving on. You wanna do JFK now? What do you want to do? Sure, why not? All right. Where are we at now? time yeah, we got about 30 minutes yeah it's not bad oh shut up i forgot to turn off my my night night alarm <laughs> my phone tells me it's time to go to bed yeah normally i'm in bed by this point me too on, on I, show nights i usually am too all right moving along we're gonna go yeah jfk so um there were some files released right another Another bunch of files. Yeah, newly released JFK documents point to what the CIA was hiding. Oh, God. And if you look right there, and there is the there is the uh, Mandela-affected car. <laughs> yeah, what was the Mandela effect about this one, supposedly? No, oh, there's another row of seats. Oh, right. Yeah. There's another row of seats with, like, people and another wife. Right, and there's the driver is like not even in the in the sh- in this shot. Well, he's being blocked right, right in the front. Like, you can see his his left and right arms, but you can't see his face. You can see the, his head. Some of the newest ones, it kind of looks like Jackie shoots him too. Right, right. They're so, probably not real, obviously. No, I don't think any of these are real. I don't think any of these pictures are. Real. I think all this whole thing is just uh, everything about this is a media op, just like just like nine eleven was. So. Yep, uh, but they did. They did release a 23-page internal memo from the CIA, um, documented a phone call and other details from Oswald's uh, trip to Mexico City, a trip that he took actually before all of this happened. Um, so everybody, you know, has been speculating since this kind of came out that he went to Mexico City. What what that could have been. Um, so it says right here, quote. Uh, This piece of information was produced from a telephone tap center, which we operate jointly with the Office of the President of Mexico. It is highly secret and not known to Mexican security and law enforcement officials who have their own center. What part of the article are you on? Uh, Just below the JFK picture in the car. Okay. So and and going back just a little bit, they apparently unredacted about thirteen thousand documents. Right. So 
massive data dump that nobody's going to be able to actually read. Yeah, they're going to have AI bots read them. Um, <laughs> so uh, apparently, the memo the didn't mother of any... all conspiracy theories. Hmm. Yeah, of course, of course. But it didn't contain any bombshells to prove an elaborate conspiracy to kill Kennedy. Instead, it was the CIA trying to hide how it does its business, in this case, forging a relationship with a foreign official to operate a secret listening center on Mexican soil. Right. So not that the CIA did it, but that somehow it uncovered a little CIA plot to spy on people in Mexico. Or from Mexico, excuse me. Yeah. So the Kennedy yeah, the Kennedy assassination remains to this day the mother of all conspiracy theories, giving rise to countless books and movies arguing, take your pick, that the mafia or the Cubans or the Russians or the CIA itself or the Jews play a hidden role in the president's murder. Now, I w- we were just talking about this today at work. Um, you can go to any Barnes and Noble, any book and mortar bookstore, and you can go to I don't know what section it would be, and I can't. Remember. I don't think they have a conspiracy section. They might by now, but you can go to whatever section you can find conspiracy books at at a regular bookstore, and there will be a shelf of just JFK conspiracy books, and they are right. Um, my buddy's uncle, where I got a bunch of books from. Uh, I told you about that in California, right? Where I got a lot of yeah. those conspiracy books. He had probably two hundred and fifty, at least, at least two hundred and fifty different JFK conspiracy books. And he did not Good have, Lord. yeah, he he didn't have the, um, the uh, what do you call it one, the um, Michael Scott, uh, Mike uh, Collins Piper book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Michael Collins Piper. He didn't have, didn't have either of those. They didn't have any ones that, like, if in fact there were an assassination, because there wasn't, uh, this is the one that would have been the truest, but there wasn't. Yeah, and so much of the stems too from I mean the reason that you have so many hundreds of books written about this is because of this quote from JFK, which everybody should know by now. It's the there is a plot in this country to enslave every man, woman, and child. Before I leave this high noble office, I intend to expose this plot and talking about scattering the CIA to to the winds and, and government agencies and taking them down. Right. Even even in saying this, this does not vindicate John F. Kennedy. No, 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 that's no. He was still a player. He was still an actor. Um, Absolutely. He was. Look, if. If what Miles Mathis. Has purported with his long list of. Factoids that make complete sense. Um, and it makes sense to me, especially knowing what we know about media operations in the Zapruder film and all this, that this was a media hoax. This was the first televised, televised tragedy. Right? Wasn't this the first large televised American tragedy? It wasn't actually live, though. The Spruder film was released like way later. Right, but that's what I'm saying. But like, oh, it wasn't live. But it was well, wasn't it like live on the radio or something? So they they had to have. Well, how did? Yeah, they... it was it was played all around the nation on the radio when it okay, happened. Though. Okay, so it was like Orwell. You know? Yeah. Okay, was the Kennedy assassination? Now I'm now I'm wondering. Even even the McKinley assassination at the turn of the century was not played on 
on the radio live. Right. Right. Um, so yes, this and this is the mother of all conspiracies and the largest conspiracy until nine eleven, and this is still the longest. Okay, so there was running. live TV coverage. There was live TV coverage. Okay, there was. Yeah, I knew I was right. Okay. There was live okay. TV coverage of the whole thing, and the Zapruder film was put together and shown afterwards. The lot. Yes. Yeah. Here. Put it on here. Look back at the 1963 live assassination coverage of, yeah, there it is. There's Walter Cronkite, 1963. There's your CIA Captain Kangaroo-looking motherfucker. Yep. There it is. It is, yeah, it was, so it was live. So it did happen. on. So this was, it was a complete media op. Well, and the thing about this too is they tapped, so they tapped Oswald's phone call in in Mexico City, and they knew he was there. They passed on messages. They had a file. He was he was a known wolf, right? As Oswald was the first. Well, actually, no, um, not the first known wolf. The first known wolf would have been John Wilkes Booth. Again. It was John Wilkes Booth, and also, um, what's his name, who assassinated uh, James Garfield. It was, uh, Lord, what was his name? Um, Grognak, who's that? But yeah, he had a weird name. But probably three of them. Oh, Charles Charles James Guito. Because <laughs> of course he had three names. Charles He's James. He's a member Guito. of, and I bet you they all have funky hair. Uh, Guito looked insane. Yeah. And he was declared insane, there actually. Go. There you go. Um, there you go. So, yes, all the fake events that are presidential assassinations. Um, it started with who was first, Garfield or Lincoln? Uh, Lincoln. Right. So, yeah, so Garfield was, right. was 1880s, I think. Right. So I was right. So, yeah. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. I said Guito was. I don't know what's wrong with me. I tonight. said the I'm first tired. would have been John Wilkes Booth. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Known wolves. Mm. Known wolves. A mm. lot of them. Yeah. So if if anything, if nothing else, you can call Oswald a known wolf and say that they knew about him and allowed this to happen directly. But ultimately, there is evidence, and there are a lot of people out there that believe that there was no assassination. That John F. Kennedy, much like his counterpart in hundreds of ways, mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln, there is evidence that. He was not assassinated. Oh, that one we we, we did a whole Lincoln was an assassinated episode. Remember? Yes, we did. Well, yeah. We 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 might have to post that uh, very soon here, like re-upload it and and post it out for people because that was a really good one. Yeah, I didn't know that Garfield was shot in the back by his doctor. That's that's so weird. Yeah, and his doctor was a weirdo. Like, if you're someone's doctor and you're gonna like, like if you're gonna assassinate this guy, there's like a million. Ways you could do it. Well, wait a minute. Wasn't Garfield doctor? Didn't Garfield have like a whole bunch of stuff wrong with him? Like he lost his nose or something? No, no, that was not him. Who was that? Um, and and Gito had campaigned for him, and they they called this in the media. They called this basically he was a, he was a spurned man, um, a spurned supporter. He felt that that yeah. Garfield should have owed him something. Basically, painting Gito as like crazy and autistic. He actually. 
beyond John Wilkes Booth, who was a a picturesque, you know, Southern gentleman and actor, everything. Gito was actually, in a way, the first real lone, known wolf mm-hmm. um, that was painted as as um, what's the word unstable. Okay. Uh, it's very very interesting story for sure. Um, yeah, Charles. But you Gito. see, but you see these threads. What a weird looking they, guy. Yeah, right? What is it with 1800s photography and making everybody look absolutely nuts? Well, that was when the, the problem, well, it wasn't that. It was people were realized that they were having their soul stolen. That, that might be all the meme that you posted to the channel today. <laughs> oh, yeah. I receive your soul. You get a photograph. Yeah. <laughs> it was I the mean, old, like, draped over 1800s. <laughs> I mean... When Wait. someone's underneath it too, it looks I don't know, it looks intimidating. It looks like magic being performed. Dude. I'm telling you. Well it is. It's just liberal eighteen hundreds photography nerds GTFO. Yeah, we just we just call it technology now, you know. Right? And I've had many conversations about that. Right. And like Skull said uh, on this on the stream on Millennial, he said that uh, his craziest conspiracy theory is that technology is like a demonic thing that's made to you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's not crazy at all, dude. <laughs> you know, it's like one of the alt, comments. Alt Kaczynski. It's, it's not right. crazy. Yeah. What, exactly. Alt Kaczynski. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. We're going to call this one uh, the Nationalist Inquirer, the one where Johnny forgot to hit record for 15 minutes. Anyway, there you go. Um, hey, do we do we want to play any of this video speaking of the CIA? Oh, yeah, man. Let's play this. this, this uh, which one are we playing? The one Ryan sent us the, or the other one? No, the, the, the four-minute one. We could play the one Ryan, Rhino sent us uh, uh, after. But this one was pretty telling, literally. Hold on. Oh, yes. Yeah, the CIA. Okay, so the CIA talked about how they, um, you know, they did business practices, not that they assassinated him. I'm going to play this. And this came out in 1983. Yes. You briefed the press, did you not, when you were there? Well, I had several jobs. One of my jobs was that of analyst. Uh, I also was an interrogator and indeed briefed the press when we, the CIA, wanted to. Uh, circulate disinformation on a particular issue. Disinformation is not necessarily uh, not necessarily a lie. It may be a half truth, and uh, we would pick out a journalist. I would go do the briefing and uh, hope that he would put the information in print. For instance, uh, if we wanted to get uh, across to the American public that the North Vietnamese were building up their force structure in South Vietnam. I would go to a journalist and advise him that in the past uh, six months, X number of North Vietnamese forces had come down the Ho Chi Minh Trail system through southern Laos. Now, there is no way a journalist can check that information. So either he goes with the information or he doesn't, and ordinarily or usually, the journalist would go with it because it was it looked like some kind of exclusive. And um, I would... <laughs>
I really like it. were given for yeah, sure yeah um but would have would have been projecting it from the scene to just reinforce what people were getting in the newspaper because people back then were reading the newspaper every single day right right and now you have now you have um the cia on television you know this is supposedly an agent interrogator and also media liaison like this is a real renaissance man of the cia <laughs> And an analyst. And an, oh, an analyst. That's what he was. He's an analyst first, yeah. Um, he's kind of got like a Dan Rather sort of look to him. Yeah. He's kind of that guy they pick out in network TV shows now that has like that soft-spoken voice. And now he's no. doing the... Uh... Yeah. And what we would go to uh, Vietnam and um, Saigon. And just the way like he's he's kind of got like an NLP style talking uh, yeah. cadence. Yeah. Um, definitely, actually, this is a style of NLP. Man, this is so weird. It came out in 1983. Like, you could see this happening today. Like, we we provided this this content to men like David Muir of CBS Nightly News. Right. And, well, it's like the video. Uh, ne- I will never forget the video. Chick that... Wigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, Ch- and Chink Wigger of the Young Turks. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Of the Young Turks. <laughs> I will never forget, though, the video, the compilation of all the hundreds of local news stations all saying oh. the exact same thing. This is a threat to our democracy. Oh, my God. Well, it's like, tw- it's like Twitter bots, too. Same thing. Well, yeah. Them going to journalists and then creating Twitter bots and gaslighting people on actual people on Twitter to say the right. exact same things, too. Oh, Reinhardt, it's- nobody's gaslighting you. You're crazy. It is the word of 2022, okay, according to Merriam-Webster. Yeah, I mean, that's just the dictionary. But other than that, I don't believe that, dude. You're nuts. Not happening. Not no, happening. No, I, don't they, uh, too, yeah. I, I did not hear an entire sermon based around the term gaslighting two weeks ago. Uh, did you? I actually did. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was pretty bad because he had no idea what, what gaslighting was actually going on. Oh, really? Yeah, no, they're all normies. Oh, oh, yeah. Interesting that they chose it. Well, yeah, it is the word of choice. I mean, like, you know, liberals have been using it to talk about the Republicans gaslighting. You know, Trump gaslit everybody into going and doing J6. And they're going to prosecute Trump now. Uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi is calling, calling all congressmen to be back. Be back when the session opens on Wednesday. Right? Is that this Wednesday? Is that tomorrow? I think so, yeah. Yeah, because uh, Zelensky ye, 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 is going to address Congress. He can address Congress, but uh, 
Zelensky got banned by FIFA or got turned down by FIFA to yeah. have his speech blasted out on the World Cup stage. Yes. Also, really funny. I'd like to congratulate the European team for winning the World Cup. Speaking of FIFA. Yes. uh, Germany both was knocked out in the group stage and won the World Cup. Yes. Interestingly enough. (laughs) If you believe the conspiracy theories that Lionel Messi is actually descended from a Nazi war criminal. Well, I mean, he's he's also like uh, extremely shabos. So like he's probably Jewish, too. He's probably he's, he's probably descendant of uh, what's his face, uh, Goldman, the SS, the SS model. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. I love that. I love that about the Nazis. That like you know that all these all these all these new people that are that are um, Hitler fans are just like you know we can't have any Jews. You know the Nazis were like, hey uh, guys, we had a lot. <laughs> yeah, Goldman was live on radio saying if if you, you I think we should allow some mixed Jews to be a part of this thing if they're if they want to be fully involved. I mean, I sh- I should be allowed. <laughs> I remember him saying that. And I remember <laughs> Goldman well, yeah, I remember him saying that. And honestly, I got to I got to say dude, as many times as I've seen pictures of this guy and like, you know, he, he supposedly had a bunch of kids um with that man. Uh Goebbels had no chin. No, girls for the. No, that was it. I didn't you, have anything else. He had the, no chin. The Nazi, are you talking about the Nazi wizard, the dark sorcerer? Who, Goebbels? Oh, Who? sorry. Not, um, not, uh, what's his name? Who? Um, you know, the experimenter, doctor. Oh, Joseph? No, no. Dr. Mengele? Mengele. Mengele. Thank you. No, yeah, no, he did. Yeah. Now, see, with Goebbels, I always thought it was, he always looked off to me. Just, just off. I never thought that he was Jewish, but he just looked weird. Super intense overbite, no chin. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, He had, I mean, he had, he had the head shape. He had the, the high cheekbones and everything. That's fine. But yeah, the overbite and the no chin. uh, Yeah. Or, Very strange. He should For as have, thin as he was, he should have mewed a lot when he was younger. <laughs> should have bought some mastic gum from Greece. Yeah, yeah. Or just, or just, you know. Has he never? He he never followed Bronze Age pervert. Clearly, he must not have looks maxed. Yes. <laughs> he didn't joke enough. He wasn't. I don't think they were circumcised. I'm talking about joking. That's what joking. Jelking is how you oh. get your foreskin back after you're circumcised. Oh, is that how you do it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's weird. really disgusting. I don't know. This yeah. this is some weird. Talk about Joseph Mengele being a sorcerer. This is some weird <laughs> witch stuff. Yes, grow your foreskin back. <laughs> Hang on a second. What? That's some repto stuff. It really is. That's yeah, no repto. <laughs> yeah. Like lizards, man. Like they break their tail off and they grow a new one. That's pretty freaking cool. I mean, that's pretty awesome. But if you're growing a foreskin back, then yeah. Oh, oh man. Dude. Yeah. Hold on. We got we gotta, your soul. We got to look at this. We got to look at this. Look at. Will you just look at the screen? Look at that. I, I, we were just talking about growing foreskins, and I don't know if I want to look at the screen. No. We're, we're speaking of Nazis. Oh, oh, the New York Times. Speaking of Nazis, like the New York Times <laughs> on the first day of Hanukkah. Like, and they got so reprimanded. Oh, oh, a bunch of Jews are like, oh, yeah, very funny. On the first day of Hanukkah, you post this swastika. And, well, it is the Jew York Times. Like, guys, it's literally the Times. Like, 
Of Dude. Course. <laughs> it's a swastika. It literally is. It, it's it's a swastika. Like, there are no two ways about it. Mm-hmm. They put a swastika on the New York Times. And they did this, of course. Well, actually, if you look at the way the center square is, there... Um, they don't. They don't actually go straight across. Like you know what I mean. It doesn't. It's not a hundred percent perfect. A swastika. Okay, but if you're looking at it, if you're looking at it, is, no, it is an optically illusionistically closed. <laughs> if that's not even if that's not even a word, but uh, yes, optical illusiony. <laughs> I mean, it's it's subliminal. It is sublim. Very subliminal. I see a swastika. subliminal jewelry. Like I see a swastika. Is. You see a swastika. We all see a swastika. Any normal person, like any just random normie, is going to look at that and go, "Is that what I think it is?" Right. Right. <laughs> is that a windmill? Yeah, exactly. Is that a windmill? It's a windmill of peace. And yeah, December eighteenth, twenty twenty-two, the first day of Hanukkah. The first day of Hanukkah. Yeah, and I don't, I don't even see any Hanukkah, um, like clues. I don't either. Yeah, I was, I was actually just looking through all of them myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to see no, I I don't see them. I don't see anything on Hanukkah. Nope. I gotta say, you know, if I were if I were still if I still had my job, uh, we used to print out the daily crossword. It was either in the Navy Times or New York Times because mm-hmm. it was all we could really do. Secret right. building, can't have your phone. Sure. If I were still working this job and I got this handed to me on the job, I don't think I could contain myself. I'd be laughing. <laughs> I have I to go home. <laughs> I would have had to pull like the biggest like, oh, my God, you guys. I can't believe this. Can you guys believe this? Look at this crap. Look what they put in the paper. <laughs> I would make a deal out of it like that. Just show up to my lieutenant commander. What is this? Sir. Sir, look at this. Well, can you believe they put this in the times? Like, ugh. on the first you- day of Hanukkah, sir. Do you believe how un, un, uh, unbelievably bait, I mean, just horrific this is? <laughs> yeah, it's not based. It's the New York Times, dude. There's nothing based no, about that. No. This was created not by an all. AI. No. This was done by an AI who knows that anti-Semitism and Nazi stuff and all this stuff because of Yay and Kyrie Irving yep. and all this stuff. Yeah. And all this, and all this Nazi you know, resurgency and this, this, um, you know, this resurgency of fun anti-Semitism while, while enjoyable, right? While it's very enjoyable, uh, don't get carried away, folks. No, don't, don't start to believe that we're going to have some kind of like Christian Taliban national uprising. We're going to kick them out and be 110 or 111, I guess. Yeah, whatever. Kind of thing. Whatever. It's, no, this is completely. I love how they actually number sixty nine, uh, sixty nine across, turf. Turf. Yes, this is turfed. This is astroturfed yes, this is into astro-turfed. oblivion. Absolutely, it's turf toe would be the. Uh, yes, tur- turf toe. By the way, there you go. There's your free space. Yeah. Everybody, if you if you all want to do this, <laughs> yes. Uh, eight across is mercy. Is that is that. Yes. Thank you in French is uh, eight across. See, I actually enjoy 13 across is 13 across is hopes. 
Group one's led by Darth Sidious. All right, all right, I've got to stop doing. Let's not do the let's not do the crossword puzzle and prove how old we are. <laughs> God, I love crossword. Puzzles, I actually man. do. Ever since I was a kid, well, my mom, my mom's done the New York Times crossword puzzle ever since I was really little. So, I think she's done it ever since she was an adult. So. They're fun. I like them, mm-hmm. and I I know a lot of useless terms and and knowledge right. and everything. Yeah, same. So, it's fun. Yeah, it is. Um, man, what else we got? Oh, uh, what else do we have? We have. We, let me see. We did the JFK. We did the Stanford. We did the. How about questions from the chat? No. Um, <laughs> we have we have a picture and an article that we haven't gotten to. There's the the Negro picture and there's the Notre Dame article. Oh, the Notre Dame article. Where's that? I put that in the content chat. It was the oh, uh, at the very bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tangentially related, but. Not tangentially related, but connected. Yes. This is interesting. So Notre Dame sarcophagus opened up, revealing knight with elongated skull. Interesting. You can see in the picture there that it has what appears to be an elongated skull cavern. I don't know. Really? And can you tell? I mean, is that hair? So from the picture, it looks like uh, there there are two ways you can go about this. One is they could have cut the skull where it looks to have been cut, and whatever is in there is an artificially created cavity. Just something. I don't know what for. Right. But to me, it it looks like the lines all, everything lines up, and it, mm-hmm. it looks like an elongated skull was cut into. Right. That's what it looks like on the second picture. Yeah. and they've oh, So what this was, they found two two uh, skeletons um it was uh one was they say it here is an elite canon of the cathedral while the other is a young knight hmm. or a cavalier okay um and i believe the elongated skull one was the canon of the cathedral because i've seen articles talking about the knight but not very many on the the other one right right there's um, yeah here we go there's two sarcophagi and it says my account is suspended. You're not able to do this. Yeah, whatever. Um, there they are. There, there are the two sarcophagi. One, the one is actually like very form fitting. You see that there on the left? Yeah. Yeah. And the other one's just like your standard coffin where your head goes in the thing. That's weird. Now I wonder. I, I'm wondering if the because it looks like the one that's pretty form fitting is is the is the elongated skull. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is pretty incredible. I yeah. mean, whoever whoever this was, whatever this well, was. Well, if you look at the bone structure of it, look at the size of the leg bones, in the in the feet bones. Like, go to the one, like look how long and thick those leg bones are. Like the thigh and the yeah um, and the shin or the you know your tibia and fibia and your and your well, femur there. And that's that's the incredible thing, and I I really uh, appreciate uh, what's his name. It's um, uh, Derek from Megalithic Marvels. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Derek Olson yes, did Derek some great Olson. work, and yeah. he's got great stuff on on all of this and the Paracas skulls and everything. And a, a great point that he makes about the skulls and their skeletons is there's no point if you find a tibia from a giant because. The mainstream media will just say it's from something else. Right. 
it's it's from an animal or, or something but it's not human or it's a just an anomaly um, right. but if oh. you see like there's no there's no way that you can explain away a true elongated skull with 20 or 30 percent more cranial capacity which this thing clearly has if this is real right let me let's read the article okay so both burials were found during a speculative subterranean dig oh what a surprise before the installation of the 98-foot, 600-ton scaffold that is being used to replace the cathedral's fire-damaged spire. They're, they're fixing the cathedral back to the way it was. They're not changing it at all, which is nice. Um, yeah, one of the bodies belonged to a high priest. After leading a sedentary life, died in 1710. The second led to a coffin dated to the 14th century and contained a young, wealthy, and privileged noble. Buried one meter deep, the holy man was found with a brass plaque. Oh, hit a brass plaque. That's the actually the official narrative right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. See that, Reinhardt? It came with a brass plaque. Um, confirming he was Antoine de Laporte, the canon of Notre Dame Cathedral, who died on Christmas Eve, 1710, at the age of 83. De Laporte was a clever, influential, and rich old priest who commissioned several works of art that are now in the Louvre. Second coffin was found the remains of a man in his 30s. The researchers say his pelvic bones suggest he was an experienced horseman, so he has been named Le Cavalier, the knight. Oh, and it was the knight who had the elongated skull. I'm sorry. Yes. I thought it was was the 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 foot of a large cross that was once displayed in the now destroyed rude screen that separated the chen cell and the nave, clergy and choir from the congregation, poor people with diseases. Hmm. (laughs) Nice official narrative there. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And and yeah, this night was dated to the 14th century. So we're talking an official narrative terms, 1300s, right. so 700 years ago. Right. Um. So another fact he was embalmed, but not because he had the power to demand burial the most sacred spot in Paris, but because the dead knight had a skull deformation, better known as an elongated skull, headbanding for power all over the world. The knight had a deliberately deformed skull resulted from having had a tight cloth band tied around his head during the first three months of his life, inducing the shape change. In the 1920s, Peruvian archaeologist Julio Taylor, the father of Peruvian archaeology, uncovered hundreds of these elongated Paracas civilization skulls dated between 1750 and 1000, or BC and 1080, or 180, excuse me. They have been since unearthed across the Middle East and Asia. See, generally, to my... Well, these were now they're saying the Paracas skulls are banding. Uh, not not quite, because they they have had uh, specific articles from guys like Mark Carpenter, who are very against that and who've proven that the Paracas skulls are not from banding. I don't I don't think they're insinuating that, but they are insinuating that this I think one they was, are. I think they are was head banded, which to my knowledge was not a typical here practice says, there's in a sentence, France. There's a sentence. However, long after the practice died out in Peru, it continued up to the early 20th century in the region of Du Sevres in western France. Here, too, the practice was a symbol of power among social elites, but it was also practiced among poorer families who tried to align their children with higher social classes. Come here, Pierre. We must bend your head again so you can marry a rich girl. Like, What? You and need look to at, a, so if you click on the link where it says early 20th century and look at the photo. This is actually new to me. I knew I know that there were some anomalies and things in Europe even at the time, 
But to, to my knowledge, I had no no clue about the this Toulouse being a deformity. typical practice. This is called the Toulouse deformity. And there, I mean, you can tell that that was definitely banded just by the way that the skull actually bends. Right. You see that? On his head, yes. On his head, yes. On the skull. So I'm going to go back to the Notre Dame. Notre it's Dame, the same skull. Me. It's the same skull that they use in the Notre Dame article. Because I have both of those articles up. I'm going to click back and forth. Reinhardt, look at the, look at the stream. Watch the stream. So here's the one. Um, here's the one from Ancient Origins, and here's the one from the other Headspace article. It's the same. It's the same skull. It's just a different shot of it. Hmm. Yeah, it's the same skull. Could it be? I don't know. Anyway, so they found odd. these in Kurdistan, and uh, yeah, look at this black baby down. Oh my God! Look what it did to his head. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't want that on the screen. Look at his eyes. I know. And here's Paracas well, skulls. Now, go down. No, we're going down. There's the Paracas skulls. Yeah. And those are not bent in the same way. No. At all. No. The one, no. At all. Okay, so my opinion is changing here. I, I honestly did not know this was a practice still going into yeah. early 20th century in France. Yep. Um, Very I'm, so. I'm going to have to do more research on this. This is interesting. Because yeah, that, it is. that opens up a whole new set of questions like why would they continue to do this well the, i mean you could very obviously say the land was inhabited by giants at some point in the distant past sure but interesting that this would continue right i mean why would it that long because unless there was something to it and oh by the way the ashley writer is a guy the writer of the article ashley cowie remember you asked who wrote it ah uh, yeah i didn't know if it was mark or not no it's a guy a Scottish a, historian. Okay. A Scottish historian named Ashley. All right. That's that's interesting, but also really weird. Yeah, that one that one is very strange. All right, more research will be done. Yes, definitely more research during the shall season break. Be done during. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff to research during the season break. Um, we've had a bunch of stuff come up that we're gonna have to do in season eight, which will be coming up, man. Coming up after our our season break, which is coming up soon. Oh my God! Thank God we're <laughs> we're in episode ninety. This will be episode ninety two of this season. Ninety two, yeah. Yep. And, and we'll take a break for the holidays. We're take a break um, for the holidays. We'll come back after New Year's with a um with a Nationalist Inquirer and a year end wrap up, and then we're gonna go on season break, and you guys are all gonna have to just wait. Yeah, we've got some cool returning guests and new topics for season eight that I don't want to talk about too much. We have a bunch of stuff, but there's so much stuff at all times. I mean, we have an episode of the Raelians coming. We're going to definitely do one on the Raelians and the cloning. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Elon's going to. I'm sure Elon's going to pull some bullshit while we're on break. We'll have to take care of that. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully we don't have to come back for an episode zero. Yeah, can y'all not stage a fake insurrection again, please? Yeah, Just don't at least give it a few weeks. Don't, well, I don't think we're going to be able to, is because uh, Trump is getting indicted. They're going to indict him on charges, bring him up on charges. Is what I heard. Is, is are the witches' curses finally taking effect? I guess the witches' curses are finally taking effect. Oh my God, the naked land whale witches! Oh, Jesus, stop it. <laughs> disgusting that's really but they disgusting. were 
They, I, they I, are. I know. Why were they naked? Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what the the ladies of light or whatever their name was? Do you remember the ones that got none tackled? Of them were into light. The... Like none of you women are light. Stop it. Every <laughs> well, single then... one of you. Light is a word you should not be using. <laughs> I'm talking about the the red robe women that some dude tackled into the ocean. Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was I wonder great. if they were doing a ritual against Trump. I don't oh, know. I don't that know. was that is probably my favorite video of the last year. Yeah, where the dude just tackles her into the ocean. That's <laughs> great. He's probably dead now. Just just being honest. I mean, if they were a real cult, that he's probably dead. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, some cults are just all talk. Yeah, uh, most of them are. Yeah, exactly. Like the land whale witches. Right. Right. Anyways, oh, uh, Lord. Lord, yes. Well, that's it. Uh, that's it. We're done. Is there going to be a creep? Not a creepy pasta. Are we going to do a Necronomicon this week? Yeah, there will be one. You can do something. Okay, cool. Yes. So for those of you that are actually listening to the podcast that doesn't have the first, uh, I want to say, what did we miss? Okay, so we were like 12, which, 13 minutes. No, actually not that many. Yeah, 13, 13 minutes. Exactly. Okay. Well, actually, no, because the first two minutes of that was me trying to get the music to go. Oh, good. At least we cut that out. Yeah, it was only like 10 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. They didn't even need to know that I did that. Oh, well. So now Oof. everybody knows that I fucked up. <laughs> That's all right. Well, it's, hey, thank, right. thank you, everybody who yeah. donated across all platforms. Yes. Thank you, everybody, for coming out tonight and watching us live over on Pilled and live over on DLive and... Let me see. Over on Pilled. Thank you, everybody. Uh, you want? Did you drop all the? Um, did you drop the freebies? Oh, let me let me drop the scratch offs. Yeah, do the scratch. Merry Christmas, everybody. Scratch offs are out. We could filibuster for a minute. Yeah, definitely. And, um, uh, well, yeah. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. It's going to be the holidays. I hope everybody has a really great and safe Christmas. You get everything you wanted. Um, and I hope I hope nobody had to depend on. Any advocacy groups to get your Amazon wish list fulfilled? Oof. Um, you know, I, I mean, unfortunately, people have had to do that, but I don't know. I hope none of I hope none of our listeners are like that. And if they were, like you know, I hope everything works out. <laughs> well, and just as a as a nugget for season eight, we have a list of let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, and thirty episodes that we have not even gotten to, and all of these we wanted to try and get in season seven. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We have a list of thirty. 30 topics we did Holy not hit this season. Shnikes. And that that is including topics that uh that that is topics that we were going to do and then something came up or we got a request and things just kept getting pushed down the queue. Um but there's there's a lot. And every time we do an episode then we get requests for like two more tangential topics. Hmm. So thank you guys so much, and yeah. I I hope that so far this year, this calendar year, we've we've hit stuff that has been interesting. Yeah, I think we did pretty good. We've 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 done really good. 
Yeah, we've had some of our best guests ever too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We had we've had Jason from Archaics. We've had Howdy McCoskey just last week. Um or two weeks ago actually. The show was released last week or Sunday. Uh we've had Mr. E on twice. We've had on we had Brian Stavely on. We've had Gary Wayne on. We had Wayne McRoy on. We had good lord, who else? Float and Matt Landman. Float twice. Matt Landman, yep. Yeah. Who? Float, I said Matt. twice. Oh, twice. Each. Twice. I thought you said twice. I said no, that was season six. No, we had on um, uh, September Clues. Oh, Simon Shack, man. Yeah, yes. that was fun. Yeah, a lot of guests this year, man. That was a lot of fun. We're going to definitely be doing more guests next year, um, but we are not going to become an interview-only show. And when we do interviews, we don't do interviews. We do conversations. I hate, I hate interview shows where you know it's an interview, you know? I know it's it's much better just having great conversation because every guest that we have, even if we don't always agree, and even if people listening don't always agree with the person that we're talking to, we always end up actually like making friends. Yeah, that's absolutely. that's the coolest thing. That's the best part is that we make friends. Yeah, and thank you everybody over on on odyssey which is mostly just ash and 14 reasons and charles montgomery plan to jenna to shickle gruber bush or whatever your name is it's john jacob jangleheimer schmidt and over on d live all you guys uh we oh thank you jim the madman he donated uh eight ice cream and a bell sweet whatever that is i'm on d live now this new year's if you guys do a shit posting episode can you get bradshaw back as a guest oh yeah absolutely Jim, uh, that's absolutely going to happen. As a matter of fact, I got to call Brad and wish him a Merry Christmas. So, yeah, I still got his number. I need to call him as well. Yes, yes. But yeah, so. thank you everybody for hanging out. Uh, we are going to get out of here, and um, there will be a Necronormicon following this. Merry Christmas. Be safe. Don't get caught in the polar vortex cyclone. Thank you very much, Harp. Uh, we're going to get out of here, and we'll see y'all later. Time travel makes you gay. The Hyborian Age by Robert E. Howard Part 4 Five hundred years later, the Hyborian civilization was swept away. Its fall was unique in that it was not brought about by internal decay, but by the growing power of the barbarian nations and the Hyrcanians. The Hyborian peoples were overthrown while their vigorous culture was in its prime. Yet it was Aquilonia's greed which brought about that overthrow, though indirectly. Wishing to extend their empire, her kings made war on their neighbors. Zingara, Argos, and Ophir were annexed outright, with the western cities of Shem, which had, with their more eastern kindred, recently thrown off the yoke of Koth. Koth itself, with Corinthia and the eastern Shemitish tribes, was forced to pay Aquilonia tribute and lend aid in wars. An ancient feud had existed between Aquilonia and Hyperborea, and the latter now marched to meet the armies of her western rival. The plains of the border kingdom were the scene of a great and savage battle, in which the northern hosts 
were utterly defeated and retreated into their snowy fastnesses, whither the victorious Aquilonians did not pursue them. Nemedia, which had successfully resisted the Western Kingdom for centuries, now drew Brithunia and Zamora, and secretly Koth, into an alliance which bade fair to crush the rising empire. But before their armies could join battle, a new enemy appeared in the east as the Hyrcanians made their first real thrust at the western world. Reinforced by adventurers from east of Vilayet, the riders of Turan swept over Zamora and devastated eastern Corinthia and were met on the plains of Brithunia by the Aquilonians who defeated them and hurled them flying eastward. But the back of the alliance was broken and Emedia took the defensive in future wars, aided occasionally by Brithunia and Hyperborea, and, secretly, as usual, by Koth. This defeat of the Hyrcanians showed the nations the real power of the Western Kingdom, whose splendid armies were augmented by mercenaries, many of them recruited from among the alien Zingarans and the barbarian Picts and Shemites. Zamora was reconquered from the Hyrcanians, but the people discovered that they had merely exchanged an eastern master for a western master. Aquilonian soldiers were quartered there, not only to protect the ravaged country, but also to keep the people in subjection. The Hyrcanians were not convinced, and three more invasions burst upon the Zamorian borders and the lands of Shem, and were hurled back by the Aquilonians, though the Turanian armies grew larger as hordes of steel-clad riders rode out of the east, skirting the southern extremity of the inland sea. But it was in the west that a power was growing destined to throw down the kings of Aquilonia from their high places. In the north, there was an incessant bickering along the Sumerian borders between the black-haired warriors and the Nordheimer, and the Aesir, between wars with the Vanir, assailed Hyperborea and pushed back the frontier, destroying city after city. The Sumerians also fought with the Picts and the Bosonians impartially, and several times raided into Aquilonia itself but their wars were less invasions than mere plundering forays. But the Picts were growing amazingly in population and power. By a strange twist of fate, it was largely due to the efforts of one man, and he an alien, that they set their feet upon the ways that led to eventual empire. This man was Arus, an Emedian priest and a natural-born reformer. What turned his mind toward the Picts is not certain, but this much is history. He determined to go into the western wilderness and modify the rude ways of the heathen by the introduction of the gentle worship of Mitra. He was not daunted by the grisly tales of what had happened to traders and explorers before him, and by some whim of fate he came among the people he sought, alone and unarmed and was not instantly speared. The Picts had benefited by contact with Hyborian civilization, but they had always fiercely resisted that contact, 
That is to say, they had learned to work crudely in copper and tin, which were found scantily in their country, and for which latter metal they raided into the mountains of Zingara, or traded hides, whale's teeth, walrus tusks, and such few things as savages have to trade. They no longer lived in caves and tree shelters, but built tents of hides and crude huts copied from those of the Bassonians. They still lived mainly by the chase, since their wilds swarmed with game of all sorts, and the rivers and sea with fish, but they had learned how to plant grain, which they did sketchily, preferring to steal it from their neighbors the Bassonians and Zingarans. They dwelt in clans which were generally at feud with each other, and their simple customs were bloodthirsty and utterly inexplicable to a civilized man, such as Aris of Nemedia. They had no direct contact with the Hyborians, since the Bosonians acted as a buffer between them, but Aris maintained that they were capable of progress, and events proved the truth of his assertion, though scarcely in the way he meant. Aris was fortunate in being thrown in with a chief of more than usual intelligence, Gorm by name. Gorm cannot be explained any more than Chinggis Khan, Othman, Attila, or any of those individuals who, born in naked lands among untutored barbarians, yet possess the instinct for conquest and empire-building. In a sort of bastard Bassonian, the priest made the chief understand his purpose, and though extremely puzzled, Gorm gave him position to remain among his tribe unbutchered, a case unique in the history of the race. Having learned the language, Aris set himself to work to eliminate the more unpleasant phases of Pictish life, such as human sacrifice, blood feud, and the burning alive of captives. He harangued Gorm at length, whom he found to be an interested, if unresponsive, listener. Imagination reconstructs the scene. The black-haired chief, in his tiger skins and necklace of human teeth, squatting on the dirt floor of the wattle hut, listening intently to the eloquence of the priest, who probably sat on a carven, skin-covered block of mahogany provided in his honor, clad in the silken robes of a Nemedian priest, gesturing with his slender white hands as he expounded the eternal rights and justices which were the truths of Mitra. Doubtless, he pointed with repugnance at the rows of skulls which adorned the walls of the hut and urged Gorm to forgive his enemies instead of putting their bleached remnants to such use. Aris was the highest product of an innately artistic race, refined by centuries of civilization, and Gorm had behind him a heritage of a hundred thousand years of screaming savagery. The pad of the tiger was in his stealthy step, the grip of the gorilla in his black-nailed hands. The fire that burns in a leopard's eyes burned in his. But Aris was a practical man. He appealed to the savage's sense of material gain, and he pointed out the power and splendor of the Hyborian kingdoms as an example of the power of Mitra whose teachings and works had lifted them up to their high places. 
and he spoke of cities and fertile plains, marble walls and iron chariots, jeweled towers and horsemen in their glittering armor riding to battle. And Gorm, with the unerring instinct of the barbarian, passed over his words regarding gods and their teachings, and fixed on the material powers thus vividly described. There, in that mud-floored wattle hut, with the silk-robed priest on the mahogany block, and the dark-skinned chief crouching in his tiger hides, was laid the foundations of empire.